Welcome to the Protos Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 28th of January and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week, Myanmar's government plans to seek out and suppress the use of crypto. Legislation in the US is making accepting crypto a pain in the ass for small businesses and quantum computers could be only a decade away from cracking Bitcoin. But first... We started the week in Myanmar and news of a proposed cybersecurity law that could see anybody caught using digital currency or a virtual private network facing up to three years in jail. The Register reported that the country's military government is in the process of passing the law, which was first presented to government ministers on January 13th this year. The law's intent is to criminalise methods used by supporters of the country's pro-democracy political class. It'll disrupt their ability to organise protests, communicate with each other and support themselves. Under the new rules, using a virtual private network or VPN without a military licence will risk one to three years in jail. If you're unlucky, you might also get a 5 million kyat fine. That's around $2,800. Transacting via any crypto will also result in a prison stay of between six months to one year and a similar fine. While internet service providers will have to cough up any citizen internet records when asked to do so by Myanmar authorities. Since last year's military coup, pro-democracy citizens have been able to leverage VPNs in their favour to help evade surveillance and any military-imposed internet censorship. The ousted National Unity Government, or NUG, acknowledged stablecoin Tether last month as a means to transact outside of the junta-controlled fiat currency. Myanmar Central Bank has been preventing financial institutions in the country from servicing crypto since May 2020. Right now, though, the NUG is currently fundraising to help it regain control of the country amidst what is now 11 months of deadly protests. Overall, the proposed rules represent revised efforts by Myanmar's government to outlaw parts of the internet by force. One Myanmarese Reddit user explained how locals are using VPNs to access banned social media such as Facebook and Twitter in an attempt to spread news about what's happening in the country. Specifically, they're attempting to tell the outside world of atrocities that are currently being committed by the reigning military government. The Redditor explained how they're able to watch ads using USA-based VPNs in order to generate more money on revolution websites and raise additional funds for the rebels. They went on to say how mobile data prices have surged more than five times as a result of the coup. The new laws are still seeing some pushback in government. Last February's attempt to pass a similar bill was met with objections from the Myanmar Federation of Chambers of Commerce and Industry. But according to unconfirmed rumours, military council members are already cracking down on those breaking the currently unratified laws. Next to the United States, where new regulations are coming into force that will make accepting crypto a pain in the arse for small businesses. The Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act will expand reporting requirements for US-based individuals and businesses that transact with cryptocurrency. The act became law on November 15, 2021. The Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, known as FinCEN, will now require disclosure of any crypto holdings in FinCEN Form 114. This is the form already used for foreign bank reporting. Current rules dictate that taxpayers must report any foreign accounts holdings that surpass $10,000, but FinCEN is also wanting to amend the Bank Secrecy Act to include a required disclosure of crypto holdings. Not to mention the IRS is demanding that US taxpayers should declare their crypto portfolios on Schedule 1 of their 1040. 
The IRS also added new reporting requirements for crypto transactions in tax forms 8300 and 1099B this year. Businesses typically use Form 8300 to report cash transactions exceeding $10,000, with banks using this form to report deposits and withdrawals over 10k too. But from January 1st, 2024, brokers using Form 1099B to report the buying and selling of securities with their platforms must report any crypto transaction they facilitated. They're expanding the definition of broker to include crypto exchanges. The Infrastructure, Investments and Jobs Act will also be expanding the term cash on Form 8300 to include any digital representation of value. This means that any assets using distributed ledger technology, such as blockchain, are expressly included. It reads, quote, Except as otherwise provided by the Secretary, the term digital asset means any digital representation of value which is recorded on a cryptographically secured distributed ledger or any similar technology as specified by the Secretary. But this means that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and her staff will have to implement new crypto rules on bank accounts and cash transactions. It's likely new reporting requirements will create an additional burden for businesses looking to accept crypto payments. Businesses bear the entire cost of regulatory compliance, including stiff penalties for failure to comply. These new rules and regulations could create some unfair challenges, no doubt causing some small businesses to opt out of accepting crypto. Even some crypto-forward industries might reconsider some of their digital asset merchant services. Regardless, accountants and lawyers will happily be collecting fees to advise business owners on how to navigate the new regulatory landscape. After all, business is always booming somewhere, even if crypto isn't. And finally now to Bitcoin's big boogeyman, on paper at least. Researchers at the University of Sussex reckon today's quantum computing power needs to be at least a million times more powerful than it is today in order to come close to hacking Bitcoin. Quantum computers run on qubits, a kind of computing power that exploits the laws of physics at the very sci-fi-esque subatomic scale. A team of researchers have worked out just how many qubits a quantum computer might need to brute force its way through Bitcoin's 256-bit private key hashes. Lead brain Mark Weber found that a quantum computer requires 1.9 billion qubits to crack Bitcoin in 10 minutes, 317 million qubits to crack it in one hour, and 13 million would take the quantum computer a whole day. Weber's calculations far exceed the measly 4,000 qubits reported under headlines like Decrypt's Quantum Computers Could Crack Bitcoin by 2022, which was published in 2020. Now, the IBM Eagle is the most powerful quantum computer in the world to date, and it boasts just 127 qubits. So we won't be hacking Bitcoin anytime soon. At least if we started, it wouldn't be hacked while you and I are still alive. While IBM Eagle is exceeding computer power by the billions when compared to your standard desktop computer, quantums would still need at most 10.79 quintillion years to crack Bitcoin's encryption. So for reference, that's 785 times the age of the known universe. Now... Quantum computers manipulate a subatomic physical state called the superposition, where a particle exists in several places at once until it's observed. These machines are able to operate at near absolute zero, which is almost minus 460 degrees Fahrenheit. 
This allows them to work outside of the binary ones and zeros which are found in your traditional laptop or PC. And from this, quantum computers are able to perform several tasks simultaneously. That's their big advantage. They're much better at crunching numbers like the big ones that are powering Bitcoin's hashing algorithm. Now, if you want a little more info on that, you can visit our website and we've linked a handy little clip which explains the topic in more detail. So for now, though, Bitcoin is currently safe from the quirky laws of quantum physics, but it doesn't rule out other encrypted data that could be up for grabs. We'll call it save now, hack later. So security experts are warning us that encrypted data like emails might be lying dormant on a bad actor's hard drive while they wait for quantum computing to catch up. Mark Webber pointed out, quote, people are already worried because you can save encrypted messages right now and decrypt them in the future. He stressed that there's a big concern we need to urgently change our encryption techniques because in the future, they're not secure. But current quantum computing power is still way, way off. IBM said it plans to have a quantum computer with over 1,000 qubits next year, but that's still far fewer than the 13 million qubits Weber and his team believe would be required to hack Bitcoin in a day. However, Weber did tell reporters that he believed quantum computers could catch up in about a decade. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise there's only so much we can squeeze into just one podcast. So if you want more of the stories that matter and that handy little video on quantum computing, then check out protos.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protos podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any other major provider for more weekly roundups. We'll be back next week. See you then.